0: Hey, Coppell. So, this week to preview the uh, the playoff game coming up this Saturday against Southlake, we're going to do a little podcast uh, with me, Nick Pransky. Nick Boyd. A cautionnaire. And today we have a guest speaker, a uh, senior offensive lineman, Wyatt
1: uh, Clawiter. So, obviously, we are looking ahead to this game. Um, we're going to be playing Coppel versus Southlake. This is a huge rivalry looking back throughout the history of Coppell. Um We've been playing Southlake since I don't even know when, but it's been a long history. We obviously have the Coppell Fight Never Dies shirts. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a great matchup for Capell. So we're looking at um, five and two Capell against ten and zero South Lake, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, seven and three Capell against ten and zero South Lake. We got mm-hmm. five and two in District for Capell, and obviously seven and zero for South Lake in their undefeated season so far in District. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be looking at a great matchup. Um, both teams have great offensive run- rushing attacks with Ryan Hurt on Capell and TJ McDaniel for South Lake. Mm-hmm. And we're re- really looking ahead to see what this rushing attack is going to be like for both teams. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so just starting it off, since we have you here, uh, what do you think about the offensive line this this year, Wyatt?
1: Um, I
2: mean, obviously our offensive line has had its troubles. I don't think I think a lot of times we haven't gotten along as a unit. But as the season goes on, as we faced adversity, I think we've overcome a lot of adversity ourselves, and I think we're slowly
1: starting to finally come together. And I think we're gonna play really well this Saturday. So looking back throughout the season so far for Coppell for uh, the Cowboys, um, we're looking at the 7-3 and record. And I think part of our issue this year that we've been running into is we've had ourselves in way too many close games. So obviously mm-hmm. the Saxey game we won on a last-second field goal, making mm-hmm. it 30-28. to The Hebron game winning 16-15. And the Marcus game winning 24-23. to mm-hmm. And there's also been a lot of games where it's been a one-touchdown lead or even a two-touchdown, like a two-possession game. So what are some of the things that we need to look for on the Coppell offensive side to kind of boost that score, to have that lead so we're not having to rely on guys like Caden Davis to make Mm -hmm. a last second field goal or have it post a last second game winning drive? Um,
2: We need to play as a unit. I mean, it's a team game. If we play as a team, we'll do good. But if everyone is playing as individuals, everyone's playing for themselves, uh, we're not going to get the result we're looking for. I mean, as long as we play our cards right and we do what we're taught by our coaches, then I think we should come out on top.
0: Yeah, that uh, that kind of seems to be a a recurring theme throughout the season. That that whole teamwork thing, coming together yes, as a team. Yeah. Uh, last year, uh, as probably everybody knows, we lost Brady McBride mm-hmm. and all those seniors, uh, and we kind of had to start from scratch in terms of a varsity team. Mm-hmm. Um, and throughout the season, we've kind of seen that that build up of the teamwork. So early on, we had. Uh, we were supposed to have Taj Gregory as quarterback. He got mm-hmm. injured in the the uh, scrimmage before the season. Mm-hmm. So then we kind of did Rasheed Noel and Drew Chernielya as a combination kind of thing, and we've been teetering with that. So,
1: so we're looking at these two quarter. Or, I'm sorry, these three quarterbacks that Coppell mm-hmm. has options for going on four on Saturday. We have Drew Chernielya. He's kind of more of a pocket passer, not as mobile as guys like Taj and Rasheed, mm-hmm. um, and he's very pass heavy. He has he has a great arm. Um, can make those throws but he's a young quarterback hasn't been in this playoff situation obviously yet mm-hmm. um, then we also have Rashid who's a very mobile quarterback can get out of the pocket make things happen on his feet mm-hmm. and he has had some trouble throwing especially in that Hebron game we saw um, I think it was three or four interceptions mm-hmm. and so and then we also have Taj Gregory like you touched on he's kind of mobile um, has a great deep threat arm but then on these short passes he's kind of inconsistent so what are some of the things you guys are kind of looking for from this quarterback for this quarterback play against Southlake this Friday or I'm sorry Saturday um, I mean, obviously, I-, I was looking at the scouting report. Uh,
2: they have a good quarterback. They, do f- they definitely have players on offense. That's definitely their strong side. And um, a good thing to keep in mind um, when you're building a team is uh, make your strength stronger. So I really think they're fi- redefining their, uh, their offense, even though they, got, they have a new D.C., I think. They have, they have new coaches all across the board. But um, they just have athletes on the offensive side so uh, and our defense is obviously really well doing really well this season if uh, but they should i think it should be a good matchup on their offense versus our defense
1: and obviously I like could touch on south lake they have a new first year head mm-hmm. coach but he used to play at south Lake. he was the quarterback mm-hmm. quarterback at south Lake, his mm-hmm. dad was the head coach and now he's kind of taking those reins mm-hmm. and he's done great in his first year so far 10-0 uh, in this first season mm-hmm. and so i feel like that chemistry is really there for south lake they've got a lot of returning guys from last year um quarterback will bowers they've got tj uh, who used to play at Coppell, mm-hmm. and so they're meshing really well on offense. So I think part of the thing that Coppell needs to do this week is we need to have that strong defensive attack. Always have that mentality that they can stop that Southlake powerful mm-hmm. offense, and then hop in and be successful on the offensive side as well. Mm-hmm. Speaking about offense, do have the coaches decided who they're gonna start as quarterback next week?
2: We'll be we starting Juicinilia. I think. Um,
0: is it gonna like rotate around? Between yeah. Them, all so. Three of them?
2: Yeah, so we have we have different package packages. We have uh, we have one package called Ocho, and that's where number eight Rashid Noel comes in at quarterback, and that's where we utilize his athleticism. Uh, we we he he's also very good at uh, medium throws, short throws. He's also a wide receiver. Yeah, he's also a wide receiver. Plays played defense too at the beginning of the mm-hmm. year. Um, he's an all around good athlete. But um, Drew Shinilia, I think he's hit his stride. Um when Marcus, when we, were, we really needed him most, he stepped up, He made great throws, and uh, we came out on top, even though it was a close game. But I think of uh, uh, we will be starting Drew, and I think if he starts off strong, I think uh, we'll get our offense rolling. So yeah. what's
0: up with um, Ryan Hurt? Was he injured last game?
2: He actually um, he broke his ankle, oh. and so I think he'll be out for the season. So he's not going to be there? Yeah.
1: Man, no. that's a big loss. Yeah, Ryan Hurt, he's quite the guy. So if we're not seeing Ryan Hurt this, um, this week against South, like mm-hmm. that's going to kind of counter that rushing attack that we were originally looking at, that matchup mm-hmm. of Hurt versus McDaniel. Um, this season, Ryan's rushed for 810 yards, seven touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He's been a very huge piece of that Coppell offense. But we also have other guys like Jonathan McGill, who's really a dual threat athlete. Mm-hmm. He, can, he can be a running back. He can play wide receiver. Um, he's obviously over so there amazing. on defense as well. And then we have Rashid, who's kind of a tri-threat. We can have him, you can run him out at running back, quarterback, or wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a great all-around athlete. So I don't think that necessarily, even though we're losing a great guy like Ryan Hurt, who's been super clutch for this team so far, um, I don't think that Coppell's going to be hurting in the aspect that we don't have a running back because we have so many guys that can step in and fill that void.
2: We also have uh, running back D. Heath, number one. Um, he's really fed into their role. He was, he's been back up to Ryan Hurt uh, this year and last year, uh, but he's never complained about it. Whenever he gets opportunities, he take his, takes advantage of them and he trusts his offensive line. Um, and I think he'll do really good this game.
0: Yeah, one of the one of the big concerns. I know we're looking at the playoffs this year, but looking ahead to next year, we have a lot of seniors on the team, a lot of senior mm-hmm. starters. Um, but one of the younger guys that has uh, kind of shown himself a little bit, and he's come out every once in a while, is running back Jason Naboo. Mm-hmm. Um He's a he's a sophomore, right? Yeah, sophomore. Uh, and when we, when we need him, obviously guys like Ryan Hurt, uh, D Heath going to be better more experienced than him but mm-hmm. uh, when we need him he hasn't failed to, to perform mm-hmm. uh, and we also we have younger guys on the team like uh, uh, inside linebacker Walker Polk mm-hmm. he's a he's a freshman yeah um, and he's he's been starting too he's yes. been making a lot of tackles all that he's a player he's good there you go.
1: Yeah, so we're, if we're looking ahead to this team, um, this Coppell team that we are going to see coming, rolling out on Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to see a team that's been 4-1 and one so far away this year, mm-hmm. so they've there really hasn't been very many problems on the road for Coppell. Mm-hmm. We obviously had that one game against Louisville, which mm-hmm. is kind of a rough spot on this season, yeah. but obviously we've seen y'all have built off of that game, um, and then we're going to be going into Saturday off of a win. It was a, let's see, it was a 35-2, oh my, I missed it, where did I I lost 17. 35 to 14 W for Capel against yeah. the Nimitz. Um, so it's really great to be going into playoffs off of a win. We did the same thing last year. Rolled through Roulette, rolled all the way to that third round. Mm-hmm. And so I think that momentum for Coppell is going to keep rolling into this into this playoff game. They're going to have the right mentality going, coming up into South Lake in this very powerful and potent dragon team. Yes, yeah, so I think you know coming off of Flower
2: Mountain with the loss really left a bad taste in our mouth. So um, I think we we definitely picked it up during Nimitz, and if we keep that fire inside of us and we keep it rolling through uh, Southlake, I think that's one of our keys to success in that game.
0: Yeah, Uh, you know, momentum is is big in sports, Mm -hmm. Uh, specifically football, coming off of that big win helps. Mm -hmm. But within the game, getting that momentum going has helped those comebacks, those fourth quarter, second half comebacks that we've had. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the strong points of that is Outside, outside linebacker Xavier Brown, he's a senior, yes. and he's the most energetic guy. He's mm-hmm. jumping around on the field. Uh, I don't know, having him out there it really brings up the team. Yeah, he's definitely an energizer.
2: I like to call him the energizer bunny. He's he's always 100% in everything he does. He comes out on the field, he's jacked all the time. He's the one that leads our uh, our pump-up chance in the helmet. Um, everyone uh, they like to follow him. He, I, he's a leader, he's not a captain, but he's a leader in his own sense because he's, he cares so much about this game. He's very passionate. Um, and like when you have passionate guys, other people will follow and they'll become passionate as well. So that's that's very good to have on our team.
1: And if we're looking at this passion and this mentality that Kaupel coming into, what are some of these things that you guys have been focusing on in the last week from getting ready for this game? And what's that mentality gonna be like as you're coming into this um, very high potent Southlake team?
2: discipline our, our coaches are always teaching discipline um, we've had a lot of uh, personal fouls in our past game pre snap penalties yeah. stuff like that and our coach is saying is undisciplined and if we want to be successful we have to be disciplined so we uh, we had to change a shift in culture and practice now it used to be uh, oh we're just playing Nimitz we can lack a we could lack a practice and, uh, and we'll just get by but it, it's South Lake South Lake week and so In practice, we're going 100%. Um, You know, the JV kids are giving us a great scouting look, and I I appreciate them for that. But, you know, being disciplined in practice, doing everything right in practice so you do it right on
1: the field on Saturday. And looking at the Southlake team that we're going to be coming up against on Saturday, Mm -hmm. they have some great um, offensive weapons. Obviously, that defense is great as well. But Mm -hmm. that offense is super potent. You have guys like Will Bowers, their quarterback um, senior. He had 1,700 passing yards. Has a 68.1% completion rate mm-hmm. and um, has a 14 to 0 touchdown to interception ratio. Mm-hmm. So he's been super effective this year um, getting the ball through the air. And then the ground game is great for Southlake as well. Mm-hmm. TJ McDaniel has 172 carries for 1,400 yards and 26 touchdowns. So he's averaging over two touchdowns a game. Mm-hmm. And he's been super potent for that Southlake offense. So what are some of these things that you guys want to see from this Coppell defense coming up against this great offensive attack?
0: You know, uh, our defense all around has been pretty solid throughout the year. Um, we already talked about Xavier Brown, uh, Jonathan McGill. But all around we have seniors like, we have Justin Murray, um, Brandon Point, uh, Jared Barker. They're all experienced seniors, uh, two, three, four year varsity players. And going against, going against guys like Will Bowers or uh, T.J. McDaniel, who we touched on earlier, uh, I think we have a pretty good chance. So TJ, uh, we kind of mentioned it, he went to Coppell freshman sophomore year, and then transferred over to Southlake, and uh, he and Jonathan McGill had actually known each other since third grade, mm-hmm. and they built up that friendship, and at this point it's kind of a, a friendly rivalry. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both comparable in play, um, TJ McDaniel uh, loves that stiff arm, he loves the cutback, just mm-hmm. watching his highlights. Um, and they're both they're both SMU commits, so.
2: Yeah, our, our key to success on defense is uh, definitely passion, and with this rivalry we have, you know, de- like even between teams and between players, um, that's how defense is going to win through that feud. I
1: think I think the big thing for Coppell that we need to look for this week is we need to see that those interior defensive linemen, the linebackers, really step up mm-hmm. and stop TJ. Don't let him get those yards that he's been getting. He's averaging 8.4 yards a carry this season. And Mm -hmm. so with that, he's just running all over defenses. So if this Coppell defense can stop his rushing attack, can't let him get out of the backfield, it's going to be a great day for Coppell. And obviously that secondary, like you talked about, Justin Murray, Brandon Point, Jonathan McGill, it's a super strong secondary. And so if they're going up against Southlake receivers like Glenn Mitchell on number three, he's got 24 catches for 427 yards and seven touchdowns. Mm -hmm. So if we can have our cornerbacks matched up with great receivers like that, and our interior defensive line, our front seven, going up against guys like T.J. McDaniel and Glenn, or I'm sorry, and Will Bowers, it's going to be a great game for Coppell if they can get into that backfield, stop that rushing attack, and mm-hmm. slow down the quarterback play. Um, Obviously on that Southlake defensive side, on the, op- on the opposite side of the Southlake, mm-hmm. or on the Southlake attack, I'm sorry, um, we got guys like Preston Forney, he's a middle linebacker. He's mm-hmm. had 78 tackles this year, four sacks and interception. So they obviously have more than just that offensive threat. So what are some of the things that you as the Coppola offense are going to look for to find holes in that Southlake defense and really attack that dragon or dragon defense?
2: Um, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. Um, we're very well coached. Um, the uh, the Southlake defensive side, they're very technically sound. They're almost like an Allen, they're very well coached. So they're going to they're fit their gaps, but we're going to play that to our advantage because we know where the ball is going to hit. Uh, and other teams like um, that aren't as well coached like um, uh, something that comes to mind is Say. Say is very well coached in their technique, but they're not uh, gap sound, so they're a bunch of athletes and um, that that really uh, it could also it could easily disrupt our our plan, but it could also very well go our way but with with South Lake what, w- what we need to do as an offensive unit. Is just um, keep doing what we've been doing, yeah, and then uh, I think we'll definitely turn out on top on that side of the ball.
0: I think a big part of our our offensive play is the uh, our ability to adapt. So we have all this versatility uh, at quarterback, running mm-hmm. back. We have all these guys, um, and we can we can adapt to to the defense based on what they're doing. So if mm-hmm. they're forcing us inside, um, we might bring Ryan Hurt in there to to bust through some linebackers mm-hmm. or. Um, if they're if they're putting pressure on the quarterback, we might get Rashid Noel out there to uh, to bring that mobile aspect into the game, kind of keep them on their toes.
1: And that mobility aspect for Rasheed, I think, is going to be a key part of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Southlake's going to bring a lot of pressure, try to get to Drew early. And with a younger quarterback with not as much experience as guys like Brady McBride, who led the team, obviously, for three years, um, I don't know that he's had that playoff experience really the only true testament um of drew's aspects was when they played allen this year and obviously that game got cut short mm-hmm. and so i think if we bring in a guy like rasheed who's obviously seen multiple different schools where he used to play coppel and then he went to marcus and now he's back um i think that mobile aspect being able to get out of the pocket make things happen on his feet outside of the pocket that's gonna be huge for coppel if that passing attack with a pocket passer like drew isn't mm-hmm. the answer against that southlake defense initially
2: yeah southlake's defense loves to run blitzes i think uh, looking at their scouting report, third and 10, third and short, stuff like that. They bring pressure almost 70% of the time. And um, as an offensive line, we've recognized that. We've worked at the practice. Um, we're very good at picking up blitzes. And if we can just give Drew three, four seconds, he can make a, he can make a dime. He'll, he'll throw very well. And if, if not, if we can't get that done, then we have Rashid to keep the defense
1: on their toes. They can't just bring all that pressure. And also, if they are bringing that pressure, we have so many options of where you can go on the offensive on the offensive side for Coppell. You've got guys like Jonathan McGill, um, who can bounce out as a running back, can bounce out as a receiver. Mm-hmm. You've got guys um, that are really just going to be able to make <coughs> things happen because there's so many playmakers on this Coppell offense. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the great thing about Coppell offense is that we don't need to go all the way down to the 20 to, to score uh, if we get stopped on on like the 40. Or, I'm going to say 35. <coughs> if we get stopped on the 35, we still have a chance at a field goal because we have Caden Davis kicking that. Uh, he's an A&M commit. He hits 53 yarders, 57 yarders. Uh, so a lot of times, uh, I, I once talked to DeWitt, and he said their mark, uh, the yard mark to get to to score is the 40-yard line. That's giving Davis a 57-yard field goal to hit. Mm-hmm. And no, having that confidence in your kicker is really... Uh, sound for yeah, really brought
1: that up the sexy game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and I think that confidence is so key for Cade because obviously last year We had that heartbreaking loss when we were down in Waco um, mm-hmm. We had that heartbreaking loss for Caden missed a PAT mm-hmm. in overtime that ended up ending our couple season last year And so I think he built off of that and then obviously the very first game of this year He won on a last second 57 yard field goal mm-hmm. and this entire season. He's been so clutch he's been one of the great sounding points for this Coppell team is our special teams um, just because of Caden Davis, because of guys that can make plays on a kick return or a punt return, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to be looking for the special teams to be a huge part of this game. We're going to see Caden Davis making field goals, um, and we're going to see great, great things from the special teams, especially
0: defensive wise. Um, like past couple of years, we don't. It's not really normal to see a um, like a field goal or any kick just being blocked, but this year we had three of them back to back, and it really built up some momentum for like the offense to go at it.
2: Yeah, our coach always tells us uh, special teams are for special people. Um, in order to win a game like this, uh, we need to be technically sound on all three phases of the ball: offense, defense, and special teams. Special teams wins games, and Kaden Davis has been such a detrimental aspect to our our uh, offensive game as well. we have that, we have we, we only have to like what go to the forty yard line in order to get three points. Now, obviously, uh, we want them off the field as much as possible. We want to score touchdowns. Um, but, but I mean, if the time comes, you know he's he's always ready, um, and we, we trust him. But and then on on the defensive aspect of special teams, we have what how many block kicks? Like
1: I think we got three block kicks. Three block field block block, goals, couple block punts.
2: Yeah, and that really came into factor during the Hebron game, when they're about to tie. No, they're about to uh, kick a field uh, field the goal winning. for the win. Yeah, and then uh, we had Corbin Hicks, number fifty one, blocked it, winning a sealing our win.
1: So, yeah. And wow, why would a story Corbin's been this year. Yeah. He hadn't mm-hmm. played football before this, and then um, Jay Dempsey, a former player for Coppell, who ended up having a career-inning injury in his back, mm-hmm. um, he kind of convinced Corbin to try out and said, you know what, it's a senior year, go for it. Mm-hmm. So seeing him come out here and be a key guy on this defense on the in the front seven, mm-hmm. he had that block kick. He's had so many tackles, um, and he's really been a key piece of that defense. Mm-hmm. So how are some of these seniors who maybe haven't been on varsity for their entire four years, like guys like Jonathan McGill? How have these seniors really played such a big part for this Coppell team so far?
2: They've had to fill in a role. They've had they know the pressure that's put upon them, um, but the coaches wouldn't put them in that situation if they didn't think they'd do it. And the coaches remind us that all the time. Uh, the coaches have a lot of trust in us, um, and like having that trust from your coaches and from other teammates who have been here, like uh, Trevor Stang. Um, he's they they act as leaders for these upcoming uh, varsity people. Um, and yeah, it's it's leadership um, from your own teammates and leadership from the coaches is what makes great teams.
0: And one guy that hasn't gotten as much publicity as uh, like McGill or Sunilia or uh, mm-hmm. Richard Noel is Dantral Moss. Uh, mm-hmm. He he kind of came out of nowhere this year. Um, but tying it back to special teams, he's been big on special teams. Mm-hmm. I remember one game. Uh, he had a kickoff return for a touchdown. Uh, I think a holding call brought it back. Yes. And then on the next kickoff, he had another kickoff return for a touchdown. Yeah. And then uh, in the last game against Nimitz, he had a, a punt block and returned mm-hmm. that for a touchdown. Uh, he's just been big at special teams and then at wide receiver too.
2: Yeah. Um, I've I was I've been playing with Dantro Moss on the same team since freshman year. I think we're freshman B team together. Then we moved up to JV1 together, and then we moved up to Varsity together. And I've, I've seen him and how he acts and how he wants to develop as a player. Um, and he he, do, he does get wide receiver web reps, and um, but most of his reps come on special teams, and he knows that's where his, that's where his talent is and that's where he likes to shine. Um, but, yeah, I think if – yeah, yeah, if – You're <laughs> Sorry, no. Nah, if uh, our special teams does well, he'll, he'll return some stuff this week.
1: And obviously – Southlake, when they're coming into the scouting report, they're looking for guys like Drew, they're looking for guys like Jonathan, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's going to be some of these less less guys that haven't gotten as much playing time or just aren't in the spotlight as much for Coppell that are going to be some of the huge, bigger, most big impacts, make some of the most big impacts for this game. So guys like the DJ Moss, um, guys like Dee Heath who hasn't obviously had as much exposure this year as guys like Ryan Hurt. And so if we're seeing these guys who haven't had as much playing time come out and make plays against Southlake, that's going to be something to be worried about for that Southlake defense mm-hmm. and for the game overall because they haven't, I don't feel like they've been preparing for this. Mm-hmm. And another thing that could be coming into play for this is Southlake thinking, oh, well, we've got this in the bag. It's a home field advantage game for Southlake, who obviously is 5-0 and at home. So I feel like part of this mentality on the Southlake side could be a factor in this game. Yeah, we, we don't want to act like the underdogs because we're not the underdogs. It's a heavyweight bout.
2: We're just as good as them, but they haven't played anyone like us. Uh, we're going to walk into their house and we're going to smack them in the mouth. And that's, that's been our plan since day one. Um, our coaches keep telling us that, and we all believe it. And um, playoffs is a whole new season. Um, our coaches, Coach Jones, um, who's been on the coaching staff for I don't know how many years, says before I was here, he said when he used to play in high school, he went 7-3 and three, just like us. Um, Lost to some really bad teams getting to the playoffs whole new season. They went undefeated went and played in the state titleship game so I think um, playoffs just gives a whole new like passion to the game and It's a a whole new season therefore it's gonna be a lot of surprises as well We have some stuff coming up
1: that uh, I think uh, our crowd's gonna like And this is a whole new season for Coppell like you said for this playoffs Mm -hmm. when we started the initial regular season we were looked at as district favorites and then we kind of had some uncertainty at the quarterback position trying mm-hmm. to figure out who's going to be the guy for Coppell because we've had that steady guy for the last three years in Braving Bride. Mm-hmm. And so without having that this year, we came in still as district favorites but just didn't know who the guy was. And I feel like it took until about the Marcus game to really figure out Drew is our guy 100% because we tried out with Rashid a couple of games. We've seen Taj getting in there and getting reps. And so I feel like once we figured that out, that really helped us out um, knowing and having that confidence in one guy coming into the playoffs. Yeah, I think a
0: big part of specifically this playoff game, uh, why you talked about passion. Mm-hmm. That passion for this game comes from our, our longtime rivalry with Southlake. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I was in elementary school, I've been hearing about, uh oh, Southlake sucks, all that. Um, Side the Dragons. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, and going back to 2012 when we, when we last played them, uh, or 2012 I believe it was, uh, we had that devastating loss in double overtime. We missed the two-point conversion. And I think, uh, I think that loss has been kind of stirring in all the players' brains um, all these years. Uh, and that's built up to this game. And I think a lot of people underestimate the, the power of the passion and the rivalry that comes from that.
2: Yeah, when we play passionate, we play good, especially on the defensive side. I think I covered that earlier. Um, but yeah, a lot, of, a lot of kids have grown up here. And I've like you said, heard about this this bout that we have this this heavyweight title ship, this almost like Super Bowl esque mm. feud, and it's it it's real. I, I mean I don't like South Lake at all. I've never liked them. Um, but you gotta have that mindset coming into this game because every single play you gotta go 100%. You gotta you know you gotta beat the man in front of you, um, and to do that you gotta have passion and you gotta have passion. Not only on Saturday, but Monday through Friday in practice, because uh, that's how uh, well you play on Saturday
1: is by how you practice. And like y'all said, these kids have grown up in Coppell, mm-hmm. so they've hated Southlake since, mm-hmm. what, elementary school. And so I think having that mentality since such a young age, these kids are going to come in, the entire Coppell team's going to come in, and they're just going to want to punch them in the mouth. They're going to want to prove themselves, because people are saying they're the underdog. People are saying, oh, Southlake has it in the bag. Mm -hmm. And it really isn't like that when you look at this matchup, the different playmakers on offense, the playmakers on defense, the special teams attack. It's going to be such a great time, such a great game for these two rivals to face head to head.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Throughout the last week, I've interviewed, so I write for the newspaper, um, I've interviewed Trevor Stang and Rasheed Noel. And both of them, Trevor Stang, the first thing he said in his interview, I asked him a question and he said, I've hated Southlake, I've always hated Southlake. Uh, and Rasheed Rashid just said, I wanna beat Southlake. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we're all kind of anticipating that um, the big matchup, the big rivalry, um, and kind of see what comes out of it. I think I think that's our closing thoughts.
1: And to see what comes out of it, the winner of this game is gonna go on to face either DeSoto or Skyline. Um, Coppell has big histories with both of them looking at those back-to-back losses in the playoffs mm-hmm. um, and past years against DeSoto. Um, we've played Skyline throughout the regular season, especially last year. And so it's going to be great for Coppell. We're going to see them come out and take on Southlake on Saturday, and we'll see what goes from there. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And this has been Nick Boyd.
0: Nick Pransky. Cautioner. Wyatt Clawwitter.
1: Thanks so much, and go Cowboys.
0: And the game will be, if you forget, if you don't, don't know, game is Saturday at 2 o'clock at Southlake.
2: Be
1: there, be square.